Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 710 of The Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, we're having a natter with Simba Candy. She's playing Jill in Mother Goose, Wolverhampton star. And great to see her on tour across the UK with that show. Plus, we're talking to somebody else from our city. It's Oliver Brooks. He is performing in Strictly Ballroom, which is also at the Grand. We're going to have a natter with Peter Chand. He is part of the Wolverhampton Literature Festival again this year. He's along on Saturday the 4th. The event itself runs through the 3rd through to the 5th of February and is well worth being part of. Just before all that starts, over at the Stafford Gatehouse, The Bench, Joe Burns' production will be on stage. He's part of that show and also wrote the whole project. We'll be hearing what's going on with him. And we're having music from Jaffa Moore. Uh, he's son of Roger Moore. You'll be able to spot that in his voice when you hear from him. Absolute treat there. That's going to be great to do. And we're finding out about Ghosted as well. We've got the writer and director of that show with us for a bit of a chat. That's all coming up here on The Milk Bar this week. With the Wolverhampton Literature Festival almost upon us, we have the excitement of Peter Chan being part of it. He's a star. He's, he, his storytelling is second to none, and he's an all-round nice bloke as well, and joins me on the line for a bit of a natter. Hello, sir. Hey, how are you, Jason? You all right? I'm good, and uh, I, I've not seen you in real life since Christmas when we were doing the end-of-year quiz. And, <laughs> and we had, and, and, and for, once again, congratulations uh, to you and your team for that one. Yes, that was a cracking That was a cracking evening, it really was. I had fun, but then again, I set it up, so I expect to enjoy myself. I'm glad the rest of the people did too. No, it was, it was good. It was a really good night. <laughs> so we have an amazing time ahead as part of the Literature Festival. Saturday the 4th sees you doing your thing. What's going on? Yeah, so it's great to be involved with the Literature Festival again in my home city. Very proud to be involved with that and to be bringing storytelling to adults in our area. So in the daytime, uh, between one and four, I'm doing a beginner's workshop, Jason. So it's for anybody who's interested in learning to sort of develop storytelling skills. You mm -hmm. could be, say, a parent or a carer, a grandparent, perhaps. Um, I've got, I think, a teacher coming from one of the schools that I was in not too long ago in Telford. Uh, she wants to improve her storytelling skills. Even if you use like public speaking in your job or you know in, in your in your social life, it's all skills. No, no skill goes wasted. The way is the way that I look at it. Well, and it and, be... and, yeah, and it's even if you're just talking to someone on the phone trying to sort out your car insurance, speaking skills are massively important. Exactly. It's all it's all communication at the end of the day, and we should have a bit of a laugh as well. So. It'll be a fun, lively uh, workshop for two or three hours. And if you've got no experience at all, it does not matter. Even if you have a little bit of experience, then come and hone some skills. And like I said, no skill is is wasted once you once once you sort of acquire that technique. So that's in the daytime, uh, uh, up to four o'clock, and then at six thirty, uh, a complete change of gear. And uh, I've got a show with a brilliant storyteller from London called Nell Phoenix who is really well known in the storytelling community. And it's an adult show once again. So it's uh, called Unholy Alliances, Jason. Mm -hmm. So it's um, it's like sensual lovers and spectral uh, wraiths. So that gives mm -hmm. you a kind, of, uh, a kind of a feel for it. So it's all about uh, lovers visiting from the other world, the other side, you know? So mm -hmm. definitely for adults, but it should be a beautiful evening of just different stories. I'll be sharing stories from India. And they'll be sharing stories from 
South America and parts of Europe. So it should be a good combination of us both together as well. I'm really looking forward to that. It's the first time we're working together proper, even though I've known for years. Well, this is exciting. And let's say, having been on the receiving end of a story from you, I know it's going to be well worth getting along to. And then the fact you're sharing that skill with people. Now, when, when it comes to the workshop itself in the afternoon, yeah. how will it work? Are you expecting people to turn up with a bit of a story in their head? Or is it purely the skill to tell the story? That comes later. Well, it's 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 hopefully everybody will get a chance to tell a little wee story that I'll bring along for them that, that I'll, I'll have chosen for them. Uh, but the whole techniques also involves people talking to each other and people listening to their the people who were paired up with and recounting what they've heard. And mm -hmm. that's that's the basis of all communication. Even if you've uh, seen a seen an episode of EastEnders, let's say, and the next day you're going to work or you know you meet your, your mates in the pub, and you're recounting exactly what happened. It won't be in the same way. It won't be verbatim. It won't be as the script was. You'll miss out stuff. You'll embellish stuff. But that's simply what you're doing. You've, you've heard something, you've filtered it out through your own experience, your own way of talking, and then you're passing it on to somebody else. So part of the process in the, in the workshop will be that, Jason, with people talking to each other, finding out about each other, and then sharing it with the rest of the group in a very relaxed way. Um, and it's so interesting how much we remember, how much we don't remember, and those things that we remember when somebody's talking to <laughs> us that stick in our mind. And if you think about it, you know, when you miss, you meet somebody on a bus stop or a train station mm -hmm. or in a train, you just start chatting. I think for most of us, not everybody, for most of us, it's a human desire or need to try and find some connection with each other. So somebody might say something as random as, you know, as, in, um, oh, yeah, I'm going up to Manchester on the train. And you'll say, oh, my sister lives in Manchester. Really? Where? And you're constantly, consciously or subconsciously, we're always trying to find connections with each other in some way or another, just to feel that you've you've got something in common with a, with a person you've just met, perhaps, you know? And that's what makes storytelling beautiful as well. It's instantaneous. So you feel that you're connecting with somebody straight away. Storytelling is what makes us human. It is that communication, which it allows us to pass things on. It's not as, when everyone, any, anyone learns a skill. And this, this is where YouTube comes into play these days. If there's something you need to know how to do, you yeah. go to YouTube. That's right. In the past, they didn't have YouTube. They had storytellers who told them how to avoid that big ferocious tiger, how to deal with something that's happened, because that's what stories are. EastEnders, Coronation Street, they tell us how to react. It's like having a dream, only you get it played out in HD. And yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, so it, all these things are part of storytelling and they're part of preparing us for life. That's right. It's all it's all complete, complete narratives. It's all about narrative. And we're made of narrative, you know. I often say, and I might have said this on your show previously, but if you if you follow a religion, then it's most likely it's a set of stories, isn't it? You know, a set, mm -hmm. a set of parables that we've been taught. If you don't follow a religion, that's also a narrative that, you know, you've told yourself or, you know, throughout your life experience, you've come to the conclusion, that's my story, I'm not a believer. Um, if, you, if you go for an interview, consciously or subconsciously, you are giving a, a version, a narrative best of yourself, <laughs> you know? And... Uh, so, yes, yeah, stories are everywhere. I mean, when you leave for work here, you know, most of us have a mirror in front by the front door. You have a quick mooch and you're either feeling good or you're thinking, oh, crikey, I'm looking a bit rough. That can shape the rest of your day, consciously mm -hmm. or subconsciously. And it's all stories we either tell ourselves or to others about ourselves or about others, arguably. 
Absolutely. And I think the magic of seeing someone who's a professional story is how to bring this to life. And I would say anyone who's going to the workshop should be coming along for the evening session too, if they can. Yes, I hope and so, yeah. That would be amazing to, to see, because they will get a, a flavour of it. But when they see it, and then hopefully that will trigger these skills that they've picked up in the day and allow them to go on. And you say, if it's telling their kids, their grandkids stories, if it's just talking to, to friends in the pub or around the water cooler at work, whatever it is, embellish your world with the ability to really bring something that's happened to you to everybody else and make your experiences their experiences and just that feel good feeling that you get after you've been told the story and whether it's a scary one or whether it's something which is going to excite or entertain it is it's worth doing isn't it yeah, completely. And 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 like you just said there, these are trans.